Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. Happy New Year! Is that a thing? Is bro, it's noise? 2014, bro. Man, I can't believe it. Bro. This year's off to a fucking amazing start. Bro. Wait, nothing's happening. Bro, it's 2014, bro. <laughs> Things are going to be different this year. Bro, it's 2014, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Happy so, writing the wrong year on your checks week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, who the fuck writes checks anymore? I write one check a week to my therapist. That is it. Yeah. That is it. That's a thing of the past. Yeah, that's why my parking tickets are always... I, ne- I like Everything that requires actual check writing I, is always super late, because I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, you got to go find the checkbook. I don't feel confident leaving stuff in my mailbox. It's fucking 2014. Yeah. That's You're insane. already charging us th- for the online stuff anyways, whether we use it or not, so... Right. Yeah. So, whatever. But yeah, Happy New Year to you guys. In this episode, Nick does yoga with his body. Fuck yeah. And my mind. And his soul. And my mind. He he unites the, the trinity I'm doing that this intro in the turtle pose. Nick's standing on his head. I don't even know if hands. that's a pose. I just made that up. He basically did religious breakdancing in yes. the park. I and feel calm. I went centered. and... I went and drew him. Oh, we have a contest. Stable? Shit, we forgot. Forgot the contest. We can tell them now, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> tell them about the contest. What should the question? I did drawings of Nick doing yoga, and I'm going to kind of tighten one up so that it's worthy of a prize. I'm going to make one look a little fancy so that it, you know, is nice. The prize is touching my yoga. You get a drawing of Nick <laughs> in a yoga pose. And Nick is going to mail it to you because I'm not doing that under any fucking circumstances. I don't know where to get stamps. I have stamps in my car, but Thank I'm you. not mailing it because I drew it. And that's not fair. I don't so. understand where that logic <laughs> comes from. So but I'm so one with nature, I agree to You have to one. answer one. This is the, what's the question be? <laughs> we didn't trivia. even think about it. Yeah, we did. Now I'm not centered anymore. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, I thought I thought of a, it's a question. Shit, we could do a simple one. What's that? Where? Where what? Did you mm-hmm. go to art school? I feel like that's too easy. No, okay. it's not. That's fine. So if you answer that, if you're the first one to answer that, which is that unfair to people that live in time zones that get this earlier? Um, it might be. Yeah, it might be. So this episode, but you got to email it to Nick. Email your answer to Nick. And, and what? we're not going to tell you what my email is. Because <laughs> if you've listened before, I tell you I tell you in every single intro yeah. what my email is. Okay. So if you're the first to find, yeah. unless you remember, which good for you if you do, yeah. you remember my email and email the answer to the question. You get a... You get Where did a, Kevin... I drew a, a drawing... I'm a, I did a drawing of Nick in a yoga pose. Came up pretty good. You haven't even seen it, actually. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, no, I gotta look yeah. at it. Um, it's fun to do. I'm sure it's good, of course. So yeah, if Nick you've seen our cover art. You know, what Nick Kevin will did. mail that to your house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give me um, before you send your address and all that stuff. I will respond and tell you that you've won, and then we can cover all that. Um, but yeah, that's the question, and that's the prize. Yeah. Now, and then we get into. Um, this episode we don't get really crazy into all this yoga stuff because i don't know that much about it it was like my first real we talk lesson. about yoga and then we seem to use yoga as a means by which to criticize me and my personal progress as per usual uh-huh i get into criticizing myself as per usual right and, uh, and then we talk about how to better ourselves by doing things like yoga in you. public at a motherfucking park we also talk about tama finland yeah, we do. We get into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but man, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> you got your this lady kicked your ass. Not yoga. even no no you're not even the but like doing it in oh, public with people. so many people. But yoga not for the weak man. That oh no 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 it's yeah. not it's not. Um, Rocked your bod. It really did. It fucking hurt. I hope you guys had a happy new year. Hope your Christmas was good. Your Hanukkah, your Kwanzaa, your whatnots. And I hope you uh, starting uh, off 2014 with a pause vibe. Uh-huh. Going to get yourselves in shape inside and outside. If you've already broken whatever your resolution was, yeah, still stick with it. Resolutions can be started and restarted. Yeah. They're like a computer, you guys. It's not a big deal. Try Sometimes not re- to stop it. 
But if you did two days in, whatever. You know, get right back into it. Give yourself a break. I hope your resolution isn't doesn't involve my gym, but regardless, I hope <laughs> you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, and enjoy this episode where I try, I man up <laughs> and try yoga. Yeah. With your mom. Boycotting boy- this episode? I, boycott. I I am recording this under protest. <laughs> why? Well, why didn't you just not record it? Because that's because uh, then you'd have your own episode. <laughs> it would just be me talking. Yeah, cross armed in silence. Yeah, I I want I want the people to know that listen to our podcast that I'm recording this under duress in protest. Under duress and in protest. I'm a hostile, like, like I'm the, the podcast equivalent of a hostile witness. Okay. Why? Because yeah. this episode's about yoga. Oh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, uh, you did yoga. Well, I mean, you knew that going into it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you put yourself in a situation. Did I? <laughs> that, <but> yeah. <laughs> Hear that? That's the sound of a thousand yawns. Yoga nap. Here's the deal, though. I opened myself up to a new experience. <laughs> a new experience that I used to judge and look down on. Ugh. You know what experience I never get tired of? Being judgmental. <laughs> oh, really? I thought that was one of the things you were trying to change about yourself. Get off so my you could, ass, Dad. So you could not be alone and bitter forever. Look, I'm just trying to get it's rid of the, the holidays. I'm trying to get rid of the bitter part. <laughs> Went to bed at 10 p.m. last night. Took NyQuil. Not the best time. Not the best time of year. Well, you took NyQuil because you wanted to fall asleep. I realized early. I wanted yesterday to be over. I was like, "All right, we ha- today's done. We did enough. Let's end today. Let's get today over with. We'll, then we can we can start over tomorrow." Wait, back up. Yeah. What did you do yesterday? I don't remember. Cause like, you know, it's the middle of the holidays. There's not much going on. No, not a lot of people around. It's kind of in a way in many ways less stressful oh it is definitely less like stressful. i can i drove back from san diego today i was mm-hmm. doing shows in la jolla right i got back at 4 p.m okay guess what time i left well, uh you left at 1 45 p.m whoa i got back in 10 minutes <laughs> that's how making great quiet time, you guys. this town is no but there was literally there's just no traffic anywhere yeah a lot of people are gone it's quiet there's no stress I wish they'd in, not the, in come that back. way. I wish all of them wouldn't come back. Yeah, some of them. I wonder how many people every year go home Leave? for the holidays, and they go. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna send for my shit. I can't I can't stay. I fuck fuck that town. Maybe I've been doing this too long. I hate it. I don't like it. I'm staying. Yeah, I think a lot of people come back and they're just like, God, LA sucks. Yeah, because like they're surrounded by love and and people that are less judgmental and yeah. I guess. Or don't embody the things about L.A. they don't like. Whereas to me, when the holidays come, L.A. is this wonderful, peaceful place full of people that were born here. Mm-hmm. And all the loud transplants are gone. Yep. And it's just nice. I just run into people and I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> like yeah, the people, either the people that aren't from here that stay for the holidays, it's a very mellow time. Like I went to, to La Jolla and I was like, oh, man. You know, the crowds are going to be really bad because everyone leaves town, all the college kids, right. all that stuff. And the the 8 o'clock shows were mm-hmm. full. Yeah. The crowds were a little older than usual, but they were great. That's what I find the norm is in La Jolla now. 8 o'clock's full but older. Well, yeah, I mean, it kind of is, for me at least, it's, I've always noticed that it's older, a little less rowdy. Yeah. But this weekend in particular, like the crowds were all so mellow and they were great crowds but their attitudes were very there weren't any parties oh cool there weren't any drunken idiots wow it was just people that were like we're staying in town and we're just gonna fucking chill yeah just like hey calm down everyone yeah the people that stay in town are like uh yeah the ones that are from here they're not trying to yeah they're not trying to get crazy in any way they're just like i'm gonna sit around and do nothing and actually feel okay about it because so is everyone else they're not doing shit you don't trash your own house and like get wasted and trash your own home it's like that (laughs) yeah like you're not like let's tear the city up you're like no i'm from here and good luck trying to go to a bar and tear it up there because it'll be you and six other people yeah every bar is empty you'll look weird yeah 
but yeah, it is nice. But um, yeah, I went to bed early. Is what I'm saying. So I didn't. I don't remember doing much of anything yesterday. Uh, what about Friday? One of these days, I went to a mall. I don't remember which day. Because <laughs> that was the 20th. oh Friday. Friday, I went to the Century. I met my friend at the Century City Mall. Uh, her car broke down in the parking lot. So we ate, and then oh, I pushed, me and the dude pushed her car into the spot. Yeah. And then, like, luckily there was, like, a spot that opened up, like, right near where her car stalled. So we pushed her car into the spot and then ate and then um, waited for AAA. <laughs> Baller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Broke down in a mall called AAA. Yeah. Imagine if this happened on a country road. Yeah. Where there was no AAA. Right. And no mall, no food court. I was noticing, when I see a car broken down on the side of the road, I never think of helping because who doesn't have a cell phone in AAA? Oh, yeah. There's always, I mean, somebody to call. Yeah. Like call his friend just to get picked up, deal with the car later. When you see someone like using a call box on the side of the freeway or highway, you're like, what the hell, bro? Yeah. You don't have a cell phone? You got bigger problems. You're not going to be able to fix that car. Or when you see someone using an actual fucking payphone. Ever see someone using a real map? Oh, yeah. Whip out a Thomas guide? Yeah. I don't even... I never learned how to use a Thomas guide. I used one maybe a few times, and I I was like, this is too (laughs) confusing. I'd rather figure it out. Yeah. I'd rather guess and probably get there faster. I used to call... If I didn't know how to get to a place, I would call the place and get directions and like write them down. Yeah, when people had to actually 110 south to this, to to that, that thing. A fucking Thomas guide, by the way, is arguably more dangerous than like... Oh, looking yeah. at your phone. Uh, yeah, if you're alone in the car. Because I was looking, I was driving home today and I was like, oh, I need to find a gas station. And I, I got to get on Yelp and whatever and look it up on my phone while I was driving. And then like I saw a cop on the side of the road and I put my phone down and I'm like, well, I wonder if that's illegal. Yeah, it's hard. What's, yeah, I wonder that about using my... Well, that's why I think that the phone talks and tells you. I think you're supposed to pull over... Find where you're going to go, and then you use Google Maps that talks to you. Well, even for like a gas station? Because if it was before, if I decided not to use my phone and broke out a fucking... I think they want you to like exit the freeway. That's crazy. Well, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't know. Um, oh, yesterday I bought jeans. That's important to our listeners. Whoa, it is important to yeah, our listeners. So and to me, what kind of jeans? <laughs> I got a new pair. I have never actually gotten these. I got, the a- I got APC American Standards. American standards or the what? It's just stand, new, sorry. new standards. New standards. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, yeah. The sorry, not sorry. skinny jean. Yeah. They're still they're they're only slightly more. They're only slightly wider than the new cure. The n- those are the ones I usually wear. I thought you wore the petite standard. No, I wore the new cure. Petite the ones standard that taper are, at the bottom. Yeah, petite okay. standard are too skinny. Yeah. And uh, new cure in between, and then you have the Amer- the the new standard, which is about the same width as a double RL. Yeah, those are the ones I'm wearing. New standards now. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, those stretch because when I put them on, I'm like, these are skinny jeans. They're like, trust us, give it a few days. Yeah, and then they stretch out. Mm-hmm. So, what's your other ones? Crotch blowout? No, I just wanted a new pair, and my other ones are are in a phase right now where they're just so flawless <laughs> <laughs> that I don't want to overwear them. Yeah, I don't want to wear them too much and have them have them go to like beat up jeans. Get a vacuum seal and put them in a their closet just, for a year. They are just perfect right now. <laughs> Jay, I mean, I have a perfect... They're just broken in flawless. That's what sucks about those kinds of jeans is that they can't stay flawless. I mean, if only you just wear period. them... I mean, if you, you know, it's like... They, they're actually... Years ago, it was like a... I read a thing about how to, how to keep things nice or whatever. It's like if you have a pair of shoes you like, you buy more than one pair, then you're not like wearing them out. Like, you know, that's the thing. I, buy, I do this. When a pair gets good... When I've had a pair for like a year or two, mm-hmm. I buy a new pair and start a new one. <laughs> <laughs> when a pair gets good. Yeah. Because you like you're in a relationship with them. We've hit a groove. You know, well, we really I have get like another now. pair of them that's too broke. They're like, you know, they're full beat up jean version. Like bl- like uh, the, the the top, the but the upper thigh is like light denim, the lower part. You know, they're like yeah. beat up jean land. Yeah. They're not, they're not like, I li- I don't. I don't know if I like that as much anymore, like where they're so beat up, where you're kind of wearing them to show off how beat up they are. Yeah, like look at all know. the construction work I was not actually doing. Or just like, yeah, I never washed. It's like, I, I don't know if I want that anymore. I kind of more into just a dark jean that looks like you own them. Because you could also still wear that if you need to dress up a little nice. You yeah. can't wear that beat to fucking shit no, version. No, you look like you're trying to do a thing. 
Yeah, and I'm not trying to do a thing. And like also, I mean, I wanted the um, the red thread seam on the cuff that you get with the new standard. You don't get that with the new cure. What is the new cure? What color does that have? It's just has a normal. It has a normal. Uh, oh yeah, mine's got the red. Yeah, it has a normal. Not. It's like the other side. It's just blue. Oh okay. So uh-huh. I, and I wanted the red thread like an old Levi. Because uh, I'm specific and lonely and fill my life with things instead of loving experiences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of loving experiences. Someone did yoga. My body became one with Buddha or Shiva or whatever oh, the fuck. I, okay, we went, to the, we went to Griffith Park, which is uh, great. Every time I go to Griffith, I forget. I don't go that often. And every time I go, I go, this is a fucking great thing. Oh, you don't ride your bike up and over the mountain Shut every other day? Up. Flawlessly? Shut up. Without breaking a sweat? Shut Kevin? up. You don't do Shut that? Shut up. Okay, I'm going to take, take that as a no. You're making me scare my dog. <laughs> so, um, just kidding. Um, you're okay. And well, I mean, so, they're not worried you're going to chase them. You'll tuck her out in like 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, I've been crushing the gym lately. Just crushing. That's good. Now, you didn't do yoga with me because no. my back hurts. Well, I hurt my ribs at the gym. Or whatever. Yeah, ribs. Uh, and, and let me tell you something. It's probably a good thing you dude, sat out. <laughs> okay. Because so we my went, ribs hurt. We'll get into that in a minute. But they hurt within the first minute. I We went to Griffith Park. I realized, hey, I should go to Griffith Park more often because it's beautiful, not mm-hmm. terribly crowded, and just a big, nice, open, foresty area. That is nice, and there's drinking fountains, and it's fucking nice, and I should go there more often. Now, we're talking, by the way, not because there's the entrance to Griffith on the Hollywood side where Western meets Los Feliz Boulevard. That's like the main one. We went up Vermont right past the Greek Theater, quieter area. Yeah. To be fair, there's a bunch of entrances to Griffith Park. You can enter in Oh, yeah, yeah. The the fucking Forest Lawn Burbank side. You you can enter. Travel Town. Yeah, yeah. There's there's, by the zoo. There's a ton, but we don't fuck with the valley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do my um, cell phone number is 818 yeah me too till i die of course um but so we went there and we uh you and i hung out for a bit while we waited for the yo- our yogi to show up mm-hmm. i did not do yoga because a i injured my ribs and i've seen enough yoga to a no there's no way i could do it I've it's watched it. Bad attitude. So man. I brought a sketchbook and I drew pictures of Nick doing <laughs> yoga. Don't forget, you also, for some reason, brought a skateboard. Oh, no, because I, I knew I didn't want to sit flat on the ground. That's why I brought it. On the it. grass? Yeah. So what? How come? Because I knew I was going to be drawing on my knees, and if I uh, sat flat, the way the angle of the thing isn't good. Oh, and a sk- just the elevation just of the skateboard? Like, yeah, five inches off the ground is all the difference. Oh, okay. The difference between my back hurting really bad and just a little bad. Yeah, I was wondering why the hell. I'm like, were you skating here earlier? No, no, no. Like, I just I wanted never got to ask. I, wanted, I wish I had one of those little fold-out chairs, but like, I just wanted something to sit on that's a little higher up. Right. Yeah. Um, if you said that, I would have brought one. Oh, I, w- I wondered if you had one. I feel yeah, like I got a couple. Your, yeah. All those Coachellas, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those got, little fold-out nylon chairs are uh-huh. a great invention. What, with a cup holder and everything? Fuck yeah. Dude, they're the best. I used to take them. Uh, the, when, when I first got one, by the way was uh in 2001 right when i was doing open mics and you had to do the laugh factory oh shit and you had to wait you had to <laughs> yeah. show up at fucking noon yeah and wait for the 6 p.m sign up every tuesday so i was like you know what i'm not sitting on the goddamn ground on sunset boulevard again because um you know people are walking by and people leave their fucking trash everywhere yeah so i went to sports chalet and got one of those fold out things We'll it took me to, to the, the limit. limit. Um, <laughs> I've had that chair for 13 years. That's good shit. Yeah. And it was 20 bucks. Yeah, I got to get one of those. That's yeah, the, the thing you should just have in your trunk. Great investment. Take it to the beach. Trunk at all festival. times where you're like, oh, fuck, I need somewhere to sit. And you go yeah. in your car and you're like, guess what? Jerks. I have a chair. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we were hanging out. Uh, the, the yoga instructor showed up. With, let's, within the first minute, you realized this was no bullshit. Oh, yeah. You were like, what? how, wait, what, when? And then I do this? Yeah, she gets there with like all her paperwork, a sheet with 70 different move positions. Yeah. 70. That's a lot. I'm like, okay, that's a handful. <laughs> and then... Uh, no, 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 that's not a handful. A couple yoga mats. Yeah. Threw them on the ground. She's like, let's go. I was yeah. like, okay. Right. So I thought I picked a pretty like nice quiet area to do this uh, <laughs> yoga in. And it was around like 2.30 when we started. This is the day after Christmas. Right. Uh, and it's crystal clear skies, 75 degrees. Really nice day. 
So that means um, a nicer day. hundreds and hundreds. hundreds and hundreds of people at one point what started lo- walking by us. Yeah, at one point, and what, and what turned out to be uh, the direct path people take yeah. to start up the mountain. That's yeah. where we set up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what people were watching, I, I was thinking about it later. Was there? There is a dude who clearly looks like he's never done yoga and right. wasn't really dressed for it. It was more dressed to go to the gym. Uh, no, no, no. But the, I don't think people make that distinction. I think you. Okay, look this like is you were mostly my yoga. me me okay, being okay, insecure. Okay. Um, being uh, taught yoga, and then five feet away from them is a dude sitting on a skateboard with a sketch pad drawing. drawing what's happening. Yeah. If I were to have walked by that situation, I would have been like, look at these fucking idiots. I'm going to make fun of them because of how stupid this whole, what is this an art class? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with these idiots? I, there, Which is one, exactly what ended up happening. At one point, <laughs> what looked like a busload of Japanese tourists walked by you. At least one bus full. It was like a solid clump of 20 people yeah. walking by you and your yoga instructor doing yeah. yoga. Now, I, for some reason, lost the sense that I was drawing you in public. I thought, I, in my head, I was like, I oh, were just sitting there. And then I realized that it was way weirder that I was sitting there drawing you. It, yeah. You doing yoga in the park, not that weird. Me yeah. drawing a person doing <laughs> yoga in the park? Now it gets weird. Pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And... um. The amount of Japanese tourists started like becoming a distraction because I'm like, where are they all coming from? Yeah, why would why would a hike in Griffith Park be part of a tour? I don't know. And the day after Christmas, even. I mean, does that hike get you to the observatory? Yeah, it gets you. Yeah. Oh, well, then there, there you go. And every one of them had a camera around their neck that looked like it was worth three thousand dollars. Did anyone take your picture? I because I didn't. No. I wasn't. I didn't notice because I was drawing. I did not notice. I was too busy contorting my body into the most painful you positions. You were getting your ass kicked. Oh yeah, by move f- f- uh, position four or five. Right. I was like, there are muscles in my body I a didn't know were there. Right. And b hurt more yeah. than <laughs> any other muscles ever yeah. hurt. You and you. That's the thing. I found my because you're in probably I'd say at this point twice as good of shape as I am. I would say four or five times <laughs> as good as shape. You as haven't you are. seen my body lately. <laughs> I would. I okay. Three times. I'll give you three. All right. We'll. we'll I'll give you. Th- three. I'll give you three times as good a shape as I'm in. Mm-hmm. And you were getting. You were having legit trouble. Oh yeah, because what I learned very fucking quickly is that you're not using the same muscles that you are when you're lifting weights okay. and riding a bike and you know all that stuff. Um, you use some of them, but you're stretching them out as opposed to like you know tearing them down what muscles weights. were you using i yawn as i asked this question <laughs> you literally did yawn well. too. um i don't even know what they're called but there's one uh somewhere in my sh- upper back shoulder area okay that, that probably you can't get to i couldn't weights. even touch it to be like <laughs> oh you know when something hurts you put your hand on and go ow yeah, ow couldn't yeah. reach it yeah um didn't know it, it existed mm-hmm and that was almost immediate. It felt like I dislocated a rib. Okay. At one point. Good. Because I was stretching my arm around the back of me to reach my other arm okay. while I was holding my leg. It right. Moves where I'm like, yeah, um, I think I almost quit five times now by I, position 20. People who work out a lot fucking get such a workout boner mm-hmm. for a new workout that kicks their ass. Yeah. So are you just so juiced on yoga right now? I think I'm pretty into it now. Because you must have been like, oh, fuck, this is so hard. If I do this, I'm going to be, I'm going to, it's a one way ticket to shredded town. No, it's just, it's more about being more flexible. Please don't say centered. No, no, no. Um, I thought you were going to say center. I'm not that into yoga yet, but soon I'll be using those words, I bet. Oh, it's the words. (laughs) I want to be more flexible, I think. Well, she did say that I'm more flexible than she thought. Yeah, you looked pretty flexible to me. But it didn't feel that way. No. It really hurts. I wonder, okay, she didn't seem to be taking it easy on you at all. No, and I told her not to. I'm oh, like, okay. just do this. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see how all of them are. If there's some where I, I physically cannot do it, right? Because of like uh, pre-existing knee pain or something. I'm I not feel like push she was it. trying to punish you for the jokes she felt like I was probably making in my head about yoga. Maybe. 
Yeah, like she was like, she couldn't punish me. Right. Because I wasn't doing it. But she wanted to punish something and you were the only person there. Right. There were a few moments where she's like, okay, we can, we can move past this one if you want. I'm like, nope, we're going to do it. And every move, by the way, or position or whatever you want to call them. Um, moment. I call yeah, it moments. Every, uh, every moment. Uh, every <laughs> spiritual moment. Yeah. I had to breathe in and out five times. Yeah. That's where it hurts. Really? That's Because you have to hold these positions mm-hmm. that are completely unnatural yeah. for your body to be in. Right. And I would have to hold them and breathe in and out for five seconds. And you could feel yourself starting to break a sweat. And I think by the time we were halfway through, it was like an hour and a half class. By the time we were halfway through, I had pretty much erased every single insult I had made in my life about yoga's for pussies. <laughs> it doesn't look that hard. I could do that. That I seriously doubt you get any kind of workout from it because you're just sitting there stretching and holding these positions. See, I never thought it was a thing you didn't get a workout from. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I used to think that. I don't know why. I thought it was a thing that you got too much of a workout from and I would just be hurt the whole time in front of a bunch of people. Oh, really? Yeah. I never... That's the thing. My my uh, make, I The reason I don't do yoga... Because my... Uh, I think I've said this before. My 2007 <laughs> New Year's resolution was to do yoga. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah. 2007. 2007. I um, bought pajamas. And you're making fun of me for trying it. Yeah. You wanted to try it six years ago. Yeah. And then, and then you never n- even yeah. did. And then, no, I went to like a few places. No, I went to like one place and they were they were not nice to me at all. Really? And it was like uh, all the people in the class were women. They looked at me like I was like a gross dude that came there to look at butts. You think like every yoga place would just be full of like nice, peaceful. Like there would be the, the Eastern spiritual equivalent of one of those like... Uh, buckingham palace guards where you could just say and do whatever you I want think, they'll be like listen my child i think i think yoga i bet you yoga studios have the occasional like lecherous dude because it's a, a lot of women do yoga oh yeah there's so it's like be. a place for dudes that maybe like go like it's tons yeah, of chicks pick up on tight body chicks yeah 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 but yeah there's a lot i mean you, if you ever walk by a yoga studio i mean there's some girls that are in good shape but then there's a lot that are I in like re- average i really liked drawing uh i mean it sounds weird like i really liked drawing you but <laughs> i liked drawing yoga poses a lot yeah because don't, don't they have like you know when you go to like art supply stores they have those like little wooden um human figures I that hate those that you put yeah, in different... those are the least useful thing But ever. isn't that kind of the same, but no. with an actual human? No, drawing an actual human is 10 million times better. But meaning like the position, you know, the weird No, I, it's just uh, the yoga positions are, are interesting. They're not positions of the body I normally get to draw. Okay. They're cool. A lot of them are kind of cool looking. Yeah. So like that was really fun. But I realized, like I think I may do, I thought I, I may do like a series of life-size yoga drawings. Really? I need to find, I can't do them of you because that's weird. Right. But like I realized two things. A, I don't want to draw women because the problem is women wear tight yoga clothes. What's wrong with that? It's more yeah. fun to draw. It's more interesting to me to draw loose fitting clothing. Like the way you're, the way like your clothes would hang when you were like hang. That's more interesting to me. Oh. Uh, and it seems less sexual. Otherwise it just seems like I'm drawing hot bootied girls. Which I don't. I'm not really interested in doing that. But the yoga poses are pretty interesting. I mean, as long as they're not like R. Crumb like, where the asses are all First extra of all, big and how the tits. Dare you? Um, why can't you just draw like if you if they look like just someone doing yoga? This if they wore loose, but women never wear loose fitting stuff when they do yoga. It's always like tight, right? Stuff. But I don't understand where why it would be. I like drawing uh, overtly. Clo- I like sexual. drawing clothing wrinkles. I just okay. do. I like drawing the wrinkles in clothing. You're not going to get that with the. Well, can't you just tell a girl, be like, "Hey, I want to, I want to draw you Do doing yoga, yoga but the one condition is you have to wear kind of looser fitting clothes." Will you let me draw men doing yoga? I mean, do whatever you want, but I'm just saying. Are you trying to art direct more? My art I am. Project <laughs> more women do yoga than dudes. Well, then why would I want to draw the norm? Um, I don't. That's what we call an excellent point, non-artist. I, th- I thought it was more than. <laughs> There's something about dudes doing it I find interesting. I don't know. Okay. I like that. I, like I think the you know what you know what I think it is. Dudes. Your secret desire to want to do yoga. 
Maybe. Maybe that's where it comes Look, from. Look, I wanted to do yoga really badly in 2007. I thought it would be really good for me. I'm terribly unflexible. The notion of like a meditative state appeals to me. Mm-hmm. All the parts of yoga appeal to me. What doesn't appeal to me is sucking at it so bad I accidentally have a brain aneurysm and die in some weird studio in Echo Park. Whoa. That's Sorry. like way, way <laughs> out there. Yeah, Got well, a lot of stress levels. Duh. <laughs> that you, the first thing you think is you're gonna die. You know if you what? Do I was, yoga. You know how like they, <laughs> Delia has a bit like about like if you're that mad at, at, at gay dudes, you're clearly gay. Like right, right. <laughs> this is there's something to me being this mad at yoga. Uh, yeah, that you clearly want to be a yogi. Yeah, or if that's what they even call it. Now I'm looking through this booklet of all the poses and right. stuff. That I did because I'm like, oh, I want to be able to use this. And they're all in not English. Sanskrit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sam, Samas Tihiri is one. They have other names. because uh, my you, you Yeah, they have the English ones. I have a friend who's a yoga instructor, Alexis, and she, she has told me the, the, the Sanskrit name and then the and then the real one. You know, they have other names like corpse pose or things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was the sun salutation. Which yeah. its Sanskrit name is Suryanamaskara Pala I added way more. Can I get that with an order of naan, please? Yeah. And I'll also have. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Indian food. Um, Do you know where yoga's from? I don't. I think it's Hin- India. Oof. It's you, a Hindi you, thing. Did you feel yourself feeling like you might accidentally be racist? <laughs> it's a Hindi thing, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Who invented it? Um, Hindis? I, I have no idea. You know, Sting, I feel like a lot of the yoga... Sting is a big yoga dude. Yeah, and Madonna. I don't care about her doing I remember that. for a while they were, like, really putting yoga well, on Sting's the Well, Sting's whole trip was that, like, he was in the best shape of his life at 50. Yeah. From yoga. And he was doing, like, tantric something. Yeah, something. I came... Like, it, it, I could fuck for 10 hours. Yeah, he was talking about how him and his wife have six-hour sex sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds appealing, honestly, if you could get it there. Could I mean, that. six hours is a lot. Well, I think it's. I think when you think that, you think of like six hours of nonstop thrusting, and that doesn't sound appealing. Well, no, I mean even including foreplay and all that other stuff. Six hours is like maybe there's so long. That's every Lord of the Rings film. Maybe there's food. No, all of them. If you do all of them, it's like seven hours. Because I no no. If you I do did all them all in one day. Yeah, it's close to nine hours. I mean, no, you're right. It is close to nine hours. I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it New Year's Eve. You're watching all the Lord of yeah. the Rings movies. Yeah, that's your New Year's Eve. A part of it. Wow. Yeah. What uh. Why did you decide to do that? I don't know. Have you, you've never seen any of them? No, I've seen all of them, but I really like them. Wow, okay. They're real good. I went and saw The Hobbit the other day. Oh, oh on uh, Christmas Eve, uh-huh. uh, I saw the. I watched The Old Hobbit and then saw The New Hobbit. How were those? I heard the first one was long and boring. The second one was the same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're good, but they're not nearly as good as Lord of the Rings. Um, but I, Sting is... I look at Sting's body and his general trip, and it yoga appeals to me. Also, yeah. Rick Rubin, yoga guy, and a surf guy. I think that's okay. My, yoga and surfing seem like they go. Hand dude, in well, hand I was when reason. I make fun of yoga. It's the same thing. Any physical activity that's also spiritual, ish, always to me yields too much. Dis- people talk about it too much. It's like I don't. There's activities. It's like I don't. I don't only have a, when it gets popularized. That's only when it's bad. Because first of all, Anything yoga's been around for thousands of people years. People love to talk about a thing that's good for them because it, they may, you can't like. It's a thing you can talk about. No one can give you a hard time for doing something like yoga because it's good for you. And that makes me feel like people talk about it too much when they're doing it. They just talk about it a lot in the words. And the same with surfing. But only when it becomes a popular thing. Surfing's not. But it, I, it's just the same. It's, it's, I don't want to... I don't know. There's something I find. Just do it and, and don't discuss it with me. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about me and my friend, me and Jerry were eating and right. we started talking about working out because I had some questions because he's really good at working out. So I was asking him some questions. Yeah. And then we became two people just having a very spirited, a little too loud conversation about the gym at a public restaurant. And I was like, we have to stop doing this. It's, there's something about it I don't like. I don't know why. I think it's because you just haven't given in to the fact that this is now a part of your life. I no, I love that it's I'm super okay. Uh, fry, but uh, if you sit around and talk about art out loud, there's plenty of people who think art is like pretentious and stuffy and boring. I and don't lame. talk about art out. I don't. I try not. That's the thing. I don't. I don't have. I try not to have a loud, spirited discussion in public. Keep it tight about anything. Anything. Wow. 
just like it's a it's like i don't know yeah but also you've the way i talk about art is i try to like the when i talk about art with people uh-huh. I, my whole thing is trying to demystify it and make it for everyone because everyone i know who wants to talk to me about art they always preface it by saying first off i don't know anything about art right yeah. and that, that's first of all that's a wrong you do because you have eyes and you like stuff right and and also that shouldn't be how anyone feels but uh i the yoga appeals to me because of sting <laughs> so you don't like when people talk about something that is like at length or whatever that's like good for them it seems it it seems like a it starts to feel arrogant in a weird way because mm-hmm. they're saying like I, look at me I'm doing something so good for myself it's like they're saying like I'm so look how smart I am anything you, uh, too much I don't know why I don't know what I may be wrong in feeling this way but I've always sort of felt this way but I also you know me I don't <laughs> talk about myself very often oh yeah yeah I maybe that's why you to don't a minimum. That's why you don't... Uh, in my head... You're annoyed by it. In my head, a friend of mine <laughs> texted me something about... Uh, or, or, In my head, no one wants to hear anything about me. So, like, the idea... The idea that I would talk that much about something... How do you feel about this podcast? Because you do... Um, Thank God we talk about subjects. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's not like just rambling. No, but I, 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 a lot of times I feel uncomfortable talking about myself at length. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I like it because even though when I say I'm uncomfortable, a part of me wants people to be that interested in me. I'm desperate for someone to want to know that all this stuff about me. In a weird way, a podcast is like a trick excuse sure. to where I have to talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise there's And according nothing. to some of our listeners you do. Yeah, talk I a talk lot. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it will in a weird way it may be what I've been waiting for my whole life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or and what that's why part lacking. of the reason you do stand up is yeah. like I I now have an excuse, a it's reason. An ex- it's a justification for me to talk about myself in a way to where you can't after the fact be like, "Hey, hey pal, we get it. You're talking about yourself." So, so much. what you could argue then that a regular civilian, a normal person who is just doing these things just because they want to, right. like yoga, surfing, you know, cycling, blah, 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 blah. And they're talking about it to their friends at lunch or dinner. That's their way of expressing themselves because they don't have stand-up comedy or a podcast. Right. Well, they should get a podcast. First of all, <laughs> that's not a they fucking could, they, could get a, they could get a podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure 80% of the population of Look, the United States dude, has a podcast. I'm wrong it. about a lot of, the, of life. <laughs> I know. We're just, we're just <laughs> discussing this. I'm fucking... I'm, I'm t- playing devil's advocate here and defending... These people that you're calling me the devil that do that do this because look I don't a lot of the times I don't like to hear it either when people go on and on about the joys and benefits of whatever new yeah wave. because they're fucking right and I should have got I should have done all this stuff years ago uh huh and they're right and I wasted that's talk, why there's now goddamn we it we talked about this three episodes ago where yeah I've wasted years mm-hmm. doing bullshit wasting my time uh-huh. fucking caring about the wrong things so this and it's year, too late <laughs> it's, oh that's the worst it's too late i quit and it's some of it's too late so that's the you want to know the sad fact of life some shit's too late to fix <laughs> i don't agree with that because <laughs> you're younger than me <laughs> because, well i'm not that much younger than you. younger enough i mean look i'm 31 you're you can, what, 43 <laughs> <laughs> you can do stuff but like you're not going to experience it in the same way because you missed out on like the window of time to well, do well i need things. an example then okay example. like you know everyone's like you should travel okay i would i'd be interested to travel certain places uh-huh. it's very hard for me to travel because of dog that i have pets Dog and, and work too. Work and do- yeah. and my pet situation. I right. have responsibilities. I have bills. I have to pay. It's hard for me to leave town for long periods of time. Right. So you can make the argument that the window of me to do that carefree traveling the world shit has passed. Yes, the carefree kind. But do I have an irrationally over overly neurotic relationship <laughs> with my pets? Yes, I absolutely do. Yeah. And I worry about them when I'm out of town way more than is probably normal or healthy. But the other day I realized this, like I, I live alone and on days like yesterday I talked to no people. Yeah. I went to a meeting in the morning that wasn't a place where you talk. I listened and then I fucking didn't speak to a lot of people. So by the, by 10 p.m. on Saturday, I was like, oh, I didn't really talk to anyone today. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I talked to my pets 
a little because you talk to your pets. You ask them, you ask them how they are all the time, and you yeah. say hi to them sixty-five times. I'm a fucking, day. I talk to myself out loud. I yeah. don't have pets, so I talk to myself. And out so, loud. I at one point during the day, I was like, "Huh, I am a person who talks to animals more mm-hmm. than people, and that seems weird and wrong." But it is what my life is right now. So, would you rather be the guy that still doesn't travel anywhere? No, I'm trying to figure out a way to do it. But it's yeah. fucking, you know, it's the thing is, I can only fix so many things about myself at once. Here's, oh no, no, I get that. I'm not this, you know, when people go, hey, just change everything about yourself real quick. That's the thing, and that's you know, crazy. In the last two years, I've gotten into therapy. Recently, I've gotten into a program, and it, there's a fucking lot about myself that I need to work that's on. That's a great, and it's overwhelming. I'm working. That's another out. great. That's another great thing, by the way, is that you got into therapy. Yeah. And you did that in your almost mid-30s, right? If it was yeah. two years ago. Yeah. So you're about to be. Yeah. There's some people that would have had your attitude to a more severe degree that have been like, fuck it. This therapy's not going to do anything for me. I'm already the way I am. Well, luckily, I had outside stimulus. Neil Brennan told me I was a cunt. Right. And uh, that I should go to therapy. And I, people remember, had, I remember you telling me that when, people right when had, you started. Yeah, people had told me I should go to therapy, but and then I would ask, well, I didn't know anybody, so I would be like, well, can you maybe get me a referral? And the people that would told me never got me a referral, and I said that to Neil, and he got me one in like an hour. Uh-huh. So that was the difference. You know, I needed help. So that, And by the way, he told me I was a cunt. Mm-hmm. I should go to therapy. It, two, it took me about two weeks to, to where I texted him. I was like, hey, man, I think I need some help. And then he gave me the info. And like, you know, uh, but the, again, there's like, I'm trying to fix so much stuff at once that some days I'm just like, can I just eat fucking peanut butter cups today? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I've got, I'm trying to do, I, and you can I, do that too though. I also need to like make money and like have a career and right. be a person and like live and in, 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 in experience life as opposed to just work on it. And some days, some, there are some days I feel like I'm just working on myself and it feels a little too self-indulgent. And that's why I think, to a certain degree, I have that sometimes negative response to people talking about shit they do too much, especially when it's stuff that benefits them, because it feels a little self-indulgent sometimes. Sure. And I have that reaction where it's like, I also want to like go out and be around people and, I don't know, do stuff and like enjoy life as opposed to just like work on my brain and emotions and body. Because then it's like, I don't know what I get for it. <laughs> I mean, well, I feel like, uh, I, like the way I... I find is helpful for me is like i work on myself through experience like life experiences you know right so doing stuff like making myself take a yoga class in public like at a park where there's people all over the place right is allows me to like finally try something that i've always actually really wanted to do but i've associated with like you know douchebags do yoga or like that's stupid it's by the way at the point when people started like tons of people started there were so many people i was like oh if i was doing this Uh i would have looked at the lady and be like roll up the mats Mm -hmm. like i'm not doing this for the the people there was a part of me there was a part of me that was like i'm gonna tell her we should move over to another part of the park didn't I, and i I, that that was on purpose good i was like you know what yeah fuck it you know what else i'm gonna get out of this is just doing this thing that I want to fucking do right. and not let a bunch of total strangers we'll also, make me feel like an asshole. You've got a great haircut the other day. I did. You're, you have a great body. I mean, I, I mean, objectively, I've seen, I've seen thousands of bodies, <laughs> thousands of them naked. Right. You know, I've, I know what a, you have. You've got a great body. You've got smooth, like butterscotch colored skin. <laughs> so really what you were doing is sh- giving as, as these slovenly tourists out of their tour bus you were like hey right. this is what we look like in los angeles pigs yeah but i don't you know me i don't feel that way well it was accidental you you know what i I'm think you realized those, like, show off but from top to bottom besides the yoga experience and besides the fact that you were doing something that's good for you you were like i got nothing to be ashamed of because you didn't you didn't have anything physical like aesthetically to be ashamed of and you were doing a thing that everyone in the world knows is good for you so fuck them. Well, no, but the, here, here's where my mind goes is the people like you who walk oh. by and go, this fucking asshole doing yoga. Oh, yeah. Well, you also, you, at one point you got heckled. By oh, that was great. The, by a kid in the parking lot. <laughs> there was a kid. In it a, was funny. A kid in a black Prius. He wasn't unfunny. He, it was he funny. Was, he was yelling. He kept yelling, breathe deeply. Yeah. 
become one with nature. Yeah. And a part of me was like, oh, look, the literal representation of my inner monologue. Uh-huh. Mine too. Yeah. I was like, I would, if I was... You're, that was you and me. That yeah. was you and that was us. That's young us. Younger oh, yeah. Us. That was 10, 15 years ago. So we would perfect. have been those dudes. Such a perfectly circular experience. And he was going like, downward dog. Yeah, in like downward all these dog. positions. Everyone knows. <laughs> and he actually confused me a couple of times because the, we were in one position and then the next one was the downward dog. Right. And then he said that and I almost did it. And then I so cracked a, I started laughing a little bit. I'm well, like, this motherfucker. And also, you know, g- game recognizes He was 50 game. yards away, too. Well, that's the thing. Uh, the vo- uh, sound carries in open space. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're ever on a lake, you can hear people far away. Yeah. So you have to be careful about what you say. And also, I mean, we deserve to be heckled. You have your weird friend drawing. Yeah. You. But, you know, maybe I'll do. You hear that, Alexis? I'll do yoga. Fuck everyone. <laughs> I'm going to do it in my backyard. Um, private. Fucking dicks. But yeah, that's one, of the, what, that's one of the things I gained from it is like dealing with that incredibly awkward, yeah. insecure feeling of like, I'm doing this in front of all these people and I clearly don't know what I'm doing. I don't look like a guy that does yoga and you know, you imagine like, like you said, oh, it's something so many people do. A part of me was thinking like, oh, these people are going to walk by that do yoga and go, that guy's doing it all wrong. You know, right. that kind of stuff goes through your fucking head because right. it's something you don't normally do and you're doing it in front of all these strangers. Yeah. And I, I, I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to make myself move to another area because this isn't that stupid. Right. I'm making it more of a big deal than it is. Yeah. Because it's taking me that long to actually break down and fucking try it. Mm-hmm. You know how I ended up getting this, this yoga lesson, by the way? Huh. I was on stage at the comedy store in Hollywood. That's a comedy club. Um, and I was like in the middle of a set. And I was doing. I started doing a little bit of crowd work. That's when you talk to the audience. Yes, in a humorous fashion. <laughs> uh, sometimes not, unless sometimes you're good at it like me. Not. And, I'm amazing at it. Um, so fast. So I go um, to these two girls. I'm like, "Hey, what do you guys do?" And one of them goes, "I'm a yoga instructor." We. Oui. And then my fast pace rapid fire comeback was how many free yoga lessons are you giving me my first response would have been so you think you're better than everybody here <laughs> right uh, but i wanted the free yoga lessons right and that wasn't going to get me that nope um so then i got a little bit laugh and i moved on and made fun of her a little bit her friend and moved on finished my set and then Sets i get what we call the period of time we tell jokes yes uh, <laughs> and then i get off stage a little later i look at my twitter and it's Twitter someone, is a website. It's a social networking media website platform, uh, which is uh, it's a microblogging it's site proliferated by many comedians, where mm-hmm. we put up little jokes that we can't really use in stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the the mention said, "Let me know when you want your free yoga lesson." Bang! And I was like, "Boom!" So that set. Uh, while I was doing it, I was like, well, this is not a great night here. Uh, it was kind of a late spot. Weren't many people. And then an hour later, I'm like, I got a free fucking yoga lesson out of that set. So fuck you, comedy store, and your <laughs> bullshit fucking stage time. <laughs> now, um, I've gotten multiple free things from people during crowd work. I have gotten nothing. So when people go, oh, crowd work's pointless. You know what? You can go fuck yourself, First Eric of all, Griffin. Crowd work. No, he, he doesn't like it. <laughs> um, crowd work isn't pointless at all. You got to learn how to be fast, and you mm-hmm. got to learn how to deal with the moments that you don't plan. Sure, because sometimes shit's gonna happen. Yeah, you know your set might not go the way you're planning, so on and so forth. You got to know how to think on your feet. I think I'd been doing stand up a year and a half, and Renazizi, Steve Renazizi, was like. Do, you should do crowd work, nothing but crowd work for at least two weeks. I've never seen you do crowd work. Um, you also don't see me do stand-up. I don't do it much anymore. Right. I don't, I don't never have the need, and I don't necessarily want to. The other night at the store, I did some, mm-hmm. just because I hadn't, I literally hadn't done it in a while. Right. The crowd was small, because it was right near, like, Christmas or something. And so I just did a little, did a little crowd work. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that, that after I do it, uh, the two uh, usually two things happen when I do crowd work. They usually are slightly bored by the joke, at the joke immediately following crowd work uh-huh. because it feels less spontaneous. 
Or Al Madrigal once. We did uh, La Jolla actually together years uh-huh. ago. And he watched my set um, first show Friday for the first time we were there. And then he goes, you know what? Well, first he goes, you know, great job. That was good. But right. you know what? I go, what? He's like, you're having trouble following yourself. Right. And I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, you did, you started off with some crowd work and then you just, you kept doing it. And then you tried to get into material after yeah. like seven or eight minutes and it didn't come off as spontaneous. He's yeah. like, you're, it hurt the material, which was funny and would have been funnier if it, you know, it can't follow such, yeah, you know, in the moment thing, you know, comedy. And I was like, you're, he was totally right. But like, I get carried away because I'll yeah. just start doing it and then it's going well. What and, you know. Al is really good at is he never leads off with crowd work that I've seen. Right. He intersperses it between bits. And what it tells the audience is, A, I'm in the moment here with you. We're both present. I think the audience enjoys that. I, I think audiences genuinely like the idea that a professional comedian is a person that can think up things off the top of their head in the moment. And so he will, he'll either, he'll also make references within a joke to a, to a thing that happened in crowd work. Right. And it, the difference in response from the crowd is, is huge because yeah. it just makes you look present and smart and fast and funny. Yeah, they think you're literally coming up with it. Yeah. And if it's woven in well enough, it looked the whole bit, the prepared bit looks like you thought of it off the top. I of your like head. a little crowd work when I open a show just to, just to relax people. Oh, if it's yeah, a cold open or whatever. Yeah, you can't just launch into material. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I, I give, I, I talk to him just a little bit yeah. to just warm up the talking experience. Because right, right. if I, you see people do it all the time, they walk up on stage, they go. The th- I was at the airport and everyone's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. So my relationship, yeah. Um, or they so yeah, ask a question that's clearly catered to the first bit. They're gonna be like, right. you guys, uh, you guys are on. Yeah. You guys was anyone re- in Ohio last week? Put your like, relationship why? Why status would we? on Facebook. And right. No one answers. They go, yeah, I mean, I did it. The other, like, what? Come on. Um, so yeah, that's one. That's uh, there's a bunch of good stuff that comes from crowd work, uh, like free yoga lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, I got uh, free food at, at multiple restaurants. Really? I got into a nightclub once for free. Oh man. Um. I got free headshots. Oh, yeah, my very first headshots—the one that's up at the at the comedy store, right? When they put it on the wall, that was given. Those were given to me by a woman in the belly room when I was like just doing crowd work, and I go, "Hey, what do you do? Headshot photographer. Where are my free headshots?" <laughs> she comes down to whatever degree I was. You know, she's like, "Hey, I like that set so much. I really will give you free headshots." Wow. And I'm like, "I don't believe you." She's like, "Here's my card." I dare you to call me and call call my bluff. <laughs> I love a dare. Yeah. And I called her and she's like, I'm doing them. You let me know when. Come over and we're doing your headshots. And I was like, this is unbelievable. I once was doing crowd work and I asked a guy his name and he said, just tell jokes, asshole. <laughs> it was awful. <gasps> That's awesome. <laughs> I met the first girl I fell in love with doing crowd work. Really? I swear to God. Jeez, I gotta do more crowd. Work. I met her, yeah, in the belly room actually, years and years and years ago, year two thousand three. I think this is a metaphor for how closed off I am to experiences with other humans. Fuck yeah, do like, some yo. Here's my comedy. Don't touch and or talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I think I've. Uh, I haven't. I mean, I want to do. I'm gonna do more yoga. I promise myself, I'm gonna do more of it, <laughs> just because I want to see how it does feel after the first. Right, couple months. Were you like super sore, dude? I we did this on Thursday afternoon. Yeah, today's right now. Sunday, Sunday evening. Evening. It still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it did. I'm like, oh, it's not gonna be that bad. I get up the next day, I'm sore, and then the next day it was like the same degree, didn't get worse. Right. But what I realized is it wore my body out. Like well, you I'm were not doing a nap- it a long time. I'm not a nap taker. Right, but I <laughs> took a nap. Taker. I took naps on Friday and Saturday at like five in the afternoon because I was like, "Why the fuck am I so tired?" Right, I've not done much. Just think of all the new muscle mass you'll create if you load up on proteins. I don't know if you get you gain muscle doing yoga. If you're sore, no, no, no. There's a difference between. Doesn't that mean your muscles like broke? You broke down. No, yoga is like you're stretching them out. 
But you're also holding yourself up in these weird positions. But you're not like breaking down. You're not tearing apart the muscles. That's when you're contracting and lifting heavier objects. That's when your muscles. Guess who's not doing yoga? Because <laughs> if it doesn't create new muscle mass, they say I don't they give it complements. They complement each other. Enough. Um, see, there you go. Being judgmental. I'll Scared of the unknown. Stupid. Hey, it's a dark room. Not going in there. But here's the flashlight. I hate flashlights. I went to a very open-minded <laughs> art show today, you stupid piece of shit. Yeah. I went to the... To- at, at MoCA. MoCA has a show right now at the Pacific Design Center that involves the drawings of Tom of Finland, mm-hmm. who drew basically gay male porn. Uh, his name him. is Tom of Finland? That's not his real name, but he gave himself like a name. Is he from Finland? I don't know. And he, uh, I've always loved his drawings. I never read anything about him. I just look at the drawings. Uh-huh. But uh, I think he probably came up with a fake name because what he was drawing was fucking scandalous. And because he was drawing it in like the 60s. Drawing basically gay porn? Yeah. In the 60s? I mean, that kind of like Whoa. dudes on motorcycles, like pinning each other down. Right. And, uh, you know, I was there was like a cute girl behind the counter of the book. Like you could buy the book. Yeah. And I wanted a book and they had like a mug. Like I bought a mug that says like, Tom of Finland physique training. Yeah. It has like a buff guy on it. I was like, this is dope. So I bought it. That's great. I realized there is no, it's a pretty tough scenario to potentially hit on a woman while you're buying some of the most scandalous yeah. hand drawn gay hey, porn I think you ever. have really beautiful eyes. Can I get the mug where the guy's blowing another guy? <laughs> also, what are you doing later? I'm going to get this <laughs> postcard with a giant dick on it and uh, this mug. And what's your deal? Are you seeing anybody? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a bit of a non sequitur. <laughs> um, yeah, but the show is epic. The guy is so good. And the, le- the that's the thing. The drawings are so good. And a lot of people that draw... What I've noticed, a lot of people that draw things that are sexual mm-hmm. or make art that's sexual is they tend to just focus on just the person or the, the sex part and the rest of the drawings real crap. He did. He never did that. Like, his drawings are good all the way back. So, that, so inadvertently, like, you'll be looking at a drawing of, like, a dude... In a, like a leather cop outfit tied to a tree with his giant dick hanging out and another guy sucking it. But the tree is drawn so well. <laughs> and it's like the dudes are drawn great. Like they're drawn perfectly. But then also he nailed the tree. Like the tree is beautiful. In the background, there's like a beautiful little landscape. The motorcycle in the background is beautiful. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's it's beautiful front to back. So you're not even you've. I've never even felt like I'm looking at something terribly pornographic when uh-huh. I look at his art. Because and it, it would bum me out. There's a quote in one of the books where he's like, "I always knew that I was drawing something. I was drawing it to to get to stimulate people's sexual feelings." So and he, and he says like I was drawing it to stimulate people's sexual feelings. So I was always aim at, aiming at something beneath art, and I don't actually think that's true. I think that I think he was maybe felt a little inferior about himself because to me they're they're easily art. They're not even it's not even a question, especially when you consider how you know like oppressed gay people were at that time period. You're talking about the '60s. Some of the yeah. earliest drawings he did were in the 50s. This was not a time where you could be out. I mean, maybe he was in Scandinavia. It was easier. But regardless, it was unbelievably difficult. So what he was doing was so crazy revolutionary at the time that it's, to me, to not call it arts false. Is he still alive? No, he's dead. Oh, okay. The, the drawings are so fucking good. And and they're just... that's. I remember being young. I probably first saw them... Are there any drawings of like chicks with huge tits? No, there's like a... The, it's just straight up gay. There's one, there was one drawing in the show where it's like these dudes... Like well, other a, question, is he gay? Or yeah, was he? He was gay. Yeah, okay. so, there's a, so there was a series of drawings that was like almost like in the way of a comic strip, so it was a linear story, to where like a dude find, notices another dude in like a public restroom, then notices another dude, and then the three of them end up just going at it super hard in this public restroom. That's like one of those old-timey wooden shacks. Uh-huh. Then the yeah, shack like an outhouse, and yeah. the shack like breaks apart because there's too many ripped dudes in there getting it <laughs> on. Yeah, and like a hot girl in a bikini standing there, like she notices. Yeah, and the he drew the woman super hot. Right, but the, I've rare you rarely see women in them. It's all about like men. The drawings, it's, it's a lot of like men kind of either noticing each other that they're gay and then getting it on super hard, mm-hmm. or just gay dudes getting it on. That must have been so controversial back then. Oh, man. Because I'm sure even now there's still 
parts of the country where you can't show an exhibit the like that. The book I bought, I bought lose it. I bought the book like it's a biker series of his drawings and the book it actually really bummed me out. The book comes with a, with a reversible jacket because the cover is two dudes on mo- on a motorcycle. Their dicks aren't even out but they're, you know, super bulgy there's like the bulges are crazy right. and it came with a jacket where you if you want to look at it in public you can take the jacket out flip it and it's just a and green a book jacket no it's just a green book jacket that looks like some old timey book oh really and it sort of bothered me i bet the publishing company was like we it's need fucking to do this. tashin tashin is so ballsy they're really? the ones that do the big dick book the yeah, big yeah, butt no, book the boob book like all the stuff they do that's straight sex they don't i don't i mean okay i don't know that they Maybe they give a reversible sleeve as a gimmick with all their sex books. I yeah, hope so. I don't know. Because <laughs> if they only give it with the gay ones, that's a bummer. That's and it came with a little funny note that said, like, uh, a man should be able to enjoy something in, in public whenever he wants. Uh-huh. It's like, a, you know, who cares? if Like, if someone, you should be allowed to look at Tom of Finland in public without that having... Ta- any- Dude, that book must have cost $150. Those books, I've wanted so many I didn't many get the Tashin big one. Books. They have a big Tashin Tom of Finland book that is $150. Bucks, but A, that, those are, they're hard to look at because they're, they're too heavy. Like, they're, they're so heavy, you have to, like, have a special table. Yeah, I have, you can't, like, oh, I'm going to take this down to the coffee shop with me. It's yeah, like a I massive... have the Terry Richardson one. I have an anatomy one. Yeah. I have one that's, like, the history of costumes. And they're rad. They're they the have most... that store at the, at the Grove. Yeah. At the farmer's market. Last time I was at that store, I ran into Art Center professor Jim Hyman, who actually works at... He's the West Coast editor for Tashin. Oh, really? He was one of my illustration teachers at Art Center, and now he's the... Jim Hyman knows more about more than anyone in the universe. I told him... Knows more about what? More. He knows everything about L.A. history. He did all these books about the history of Los Angeles, a book called California Crazy that's like weird L.A. architecture. Uh If I ever have any kind of question about like L.A. and what was there... like He walked by... I was standing outside the comedy store once on a Sunday because I was waiting as a regular to sign up for a spot later mm-hmm. and he walked by and he was just like you know this used to be Ciro's like that was like the first thing out of his mouth yeah like he's just one of those he knows every. he's just a wealth of of uh of information you know what my favorite fact about him is he bought he bought a Varga girl you know what a Varga girl is no it's a pinup girl there's a guy named Varga who did pinup girl paintings in the 1950s and Jim Hyman in the 70s bought an original for like 2,000 bucks and he told me his wife was like that's all the money we have in the world (laughs) why are you doing this and he sold it like five years ago and paid for his daughter's entire wedding that's crazy yeah that's pretty crazy but yeah Tom and Finland shows epic the drawing but yeah that's what I love what what the difference between him and any other person that draws anything of a what you could say is a pornographic or sexual nature is they they never take the rest of the drawing that seriously they just spend all their time on the genitals right and he, that thing he was so good at drawing like motorcycles and the clothing and the hair like the way he drew leather jackets and jeans and stuff was rad and you know what's interesting is i was looking at the clothes and it's the same clothing you me and dean delray talk about all of that oh yeah like the dudes in tom of finland drawings are dressed like you me and dean except just tighter yeah, yeah, yeah. the clothes are just tighter that's it they'll wear like the the vest but with no shirt under it mm-hmm. or something like that and we'll yeah. wear the plaid shirt or yeah and they have a cop hat that's funny yeah but um, the shit is dope so you went to another art show, is what you're saying? Well, like, I expanded my consciousness. I did that's some how, my yoga. honestly going to museum shows is my yoga. It really, really. But you really need a, is. you need another thing. It centers me, man. When I'm surrounded by art, I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm in uh, like a creative energy womb. Right. Makes me feel so good. I buy. I bought. A, I bought the Tom of Finland book. I bought a, a book about Mike Kelly, great artist who killed himself this year or last year. Brilliant L.A. based conceptual artist guy was really rad uh i bought a book on him about that sweet mug but yeah when nothing makes me feel when i feel bad i go to a museum and it fixes it immediately when i'm surrounded by stuff like that it makes me realize my purpose in the universe (laughs) and the and just i feel so good it's the best thing ever so you're done with expanding your no (laughs) i know but dude it's just so much no i get it Trying to learn to cook and work out and be a better person and stop being codependent and fucking go to therapy and blah, 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 blah. be a good comedian and a decent actor and a fucking good artist and um, yeah, man, you just fucking little bit at a time. No one's going to make you do it all today and all at once. My mortgage is making me need to do it all today and all at once. Well, no, the work stuff is a little different, but the okay. personal development is like that's the thing that the two sometimes fight each other. 
You can't be positive on stage. No one wants to hear that shit. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that in your personal life. This is hard. I just I find myself being almost stressed out at, about self-improvement. I'm doing uh every once in a while I decide to do like positive spins on on stuff on stage where I go I'm not just going to shit on something. Or I, yeah, I try to do that. I have a bit right now about trying to be a good person. Uh-huh. It's hard, you know, it's still it's weird. I have a personal. bit within a bit where I talk about how I want to wear Uggs. Dude, I, I defend the shit out of Uggs. I've always thought, you know what I really liked cuz like uh, I remember when Uggs became popular, right? Uh-huh. I remember when they first became popular and every woman I nightmare. knew in the world bought Uggs. Yeah. And then the fashion world tried to be like these are gross and we're not wearing them anymore and every woman I know was like fuck that shit. Uh-huh. I'm still wearing these yep. because they're comforts, cozers, and exactly. fuck you. And yeah. I always like that. I was sometimes the fashion world gets told no. Yeah, like they've been they try they've been trying to push out skinny jeans for a long time. Every year they high waisted bell bottoms and men wearing there was that 1950s style that were like really wide pants that you cuffed really high, and it was like no, we're not doing that. Yeah, it it's was not just comfortable. No, it's not even that it's not comfortable, but like we want to show off our shoes. And skinny yeah. jeans show off your cool shoes better. Mm-hmm. So we're not. I'm not going to wear flare jeans because they make men look like they have tiny feet. And men don't want to look like they have tiny feet. Right. So occasionally the public is just like, nope, we're still buying this other thing. And so the fashion world has to go back to just continuously making it. And I've, I, that's how Uggs are, were that thing too. And to be honest, yoga, similar. Yoga's not going away. No, absolutely not. Yoga's not a trend. Like, like it was. It became a trend. It's been maybe. around longer than like a lot of religions. Yeah, but as a tr- <laughs> as an LA thing that everyone started doing, I feel like it popped up maybe a decade ago. But it's not going away. It's only becoming bigger. Yeah, and now it'll. It's it's just become a thing now that people don't talk about incessantly. Well, and I feel bother like you. it's pe- being healthy is more common. It's not like a thing you do. It's easy. It's kind of, I think easier to be healthy. Even like fast food restaurants are trying, like trying to trick you into thinking they're being healthy. Yeah. So everyone wants a thing to do that'll help them be healthy. So I think all the various types yeah, yoga of- pairs well with natural organic gluten free. I just think, I don't think just- you'll see, I don't think you'll see exercises go out of style as easily because everyone will always be looking for a different exercise. Yeah, there's no as new ones that pop up that take elements of existing exercises. Yeah. Like, Here's the new thing that you can do in way less time. Yeah. But um yeah, that's one that's like it's fucking there to stay. The one the I did the um it was called Ashtanga. What's that's that? the kind of yoga. I don't know. But oh. it's like the oldest Okay. Form. It's the original yoga, I suppose. Uh, not fucking easy. So we got to we got to wrap this up. Actually, we're gonna plug her uh, her thing. Her Twitter. She, she was so nice. Yeah. To actually come through and like hook me up with a free yoga lesson. By took the way, time out a of her day. private yoga lesson is expensive. Yeah, they they can be up there. Yeah, I so. don't know what what she charges. We're not trying to deter you by saying yeah. that she charges a fortune. No, but, but um, yeah, she told me. Uh, she teaches all kinds, but not. She doesn't do hot yoga, the Bikram or whatever Good. it is. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, so her name is Cherie. She's a very sweet girl. She was very professional, very yeah. cool, very kind. My body hurts <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a good way, though. Contact her at Yogi Cherie at y o g i c h e r r e. Um, and if you follow her, you can get discounts on private lessons. So um, thank you again for my yoga lesson. It was great. Uh, I'm I'm three days into being in pain. Yeah. Uh, I can hopefully go to the gym tomorrow <laughs> and work out normally. And uh, and I'm really gonna try and make that's more another another sort of resolution. Okay. Stick to a fucking stick to this yoga thing I keep talking about. God damn it. Okay. Um I think we're done. Hey Nick. Hey buddy. Yo good job today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll never do yoga again. See you next time, guys.